Hey gang, Mikey P here. Welcome back to the show. Glad you're tuning in with us. I appreciate that. Today's guest is Apoetic. He is uh, he does his own internet TV show or internet show, not TV. Uh, it's called the Scridlow Show. I'll put that in the liner notes. You can uh, link up on there. It's only on Facebook. He does like a Facebook Live, and then sometimes he has people in his garage where. Uh, oh, okay, that was a burp. Airplane going overhead. Took a little pause there so you could hear the airplane. <clears throat> he has his own show on Facebook, which he only does once in a while. Um, but it's fun. He has a lot to say. Uh, he's very opinionated, and that's okay, because why not? And uh, those types always make great guests, I think. People who have strong opinions, even if they, they're opinions you don't agree with. Um, but for the most part, me and Apoetic are on the same page on this conversation. It was a great conversation. We talk about the, the election. You know, Trump is our president-elect. Uh, this, this conversation was recorded on 11-13-2016. So... Um, you know, it's, we're talking about stuff that may have passed in the news cycle, which, you know, cycles through every day, so nothing sticks. Um, so, you know, I like to can these episodes so I can release them weekly, and um, so that's why it's a little behind on the times, but hey, it's a great conversation, and uh, I really enjoyed it. I think I already said that. Oh my god. I'm just terrible at these intros. Anyways, I'm going on vacation, and so I'm going to sort of mix and master these things all this week. I'm leaving on the 18th. Right now is, uh, uh, let's see, December 12th. So I'm going to be mixing all week, trying to make sure. I'm going to be gone for three weeks. I'm going back to Toledo, Ohio. And, um, and so I'll be releasing episodes weekly. They won't stop, but, uh, I'm also going to be trying to get some inter- interviews with local artists there. And also, um, I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try to do a family cast where I'm going to have, uh, my sister, my nephew, the return of nephew and my mother. And, uh, we'll try to get something going there. We'll see if that works. I'm also talking to a couple other artists, um, see if they want to actually do something like this. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens. I'm hoping to bring home some content. Um, I totally forgot my rec- my equipment for the Utah excursion I just went on. So there will be no van cast from, for, with the Skanks Roots Project, which I was really bummed about because, man, we, you know, in the van, you tend to have some awesome conversations because what else? Uh, what else are you gonna do? I know. For on the way home, I just sat there and watched movies on my phone. I watched Superman versus Batman. Thought it was an okay movie. I thought it was, um, you know, 
I thought they were taking more of the Marvel approach, but or, or even um I don't know. I thought it was a good movie. And I didn't realize that it was a sequel to Man of Steel. And then, you know, I, I they're there's doing the same thing that Marvel's doing where it's gonna be all kind of sequential and it's gonna be one world universe where um, you know, everything affects every everything. So like in Marvel even if you're watching like Daredevil on Netflix, they still reference the the um, the the event that happened in New York off of the Avengers movie, which is you know was on a bigger scale than Daredevil and uh, Luke Cage. Yeah, you guys should check out Luke Cage too. It's pretty good. Even Jennifer, oh shit, what's her name? Even that other one that spun off from Daredevil, they they're all pretty good. I can't remember the stupid name. Jessica, Jessica something, shit, doesn't matter. In any case, I got way off subject here. <laughs> Batman vs Superman is good. I want to check out Man of Steel, but uh, anyways, yeah. So we're going back to Ohio for about three weeks, and um, I'm gonna be doing different podcasts. I might even just set up a podcast where we just talk to my friends, sort of like the last podcast we did was the Brown Cast. Um, so, you know, you might not know these people or and most people listening to this probably don't know half the artists here that I interview anyways because of I'm in San Diego and these are mostly local artists and local business owners. So you're probably not going to be in your brain right now, but one day, I'm sure. Okay, once again, I'm rambling on too long. Um, Friends, I want you to go to rainamystique.com I want you to sign up for that newsletter that's going to be uh that she sends out every month. I believe it's monthly. We have a big announcement coming up and we want you to be a part of it. So please do go to rainamystique.com sign up for the newsletter. Check out the music that uh, me and Raina got up there and uh you know, leave a comment, share leave a comic. <laughs> leave a comment, share the page. Um, you know, all that good stuff. Rain, at Rain of Mystique um, on Instagram and, and uh, Facebook. It's pretty easy. Just if you Google R E I N A, Raina Mystique, M Y S T I Q U E, all of this will come up. So go there, do that, and uh, sign up. Also, if you want to email the show, we speak English good at gmail.com is our address you can our our email address and you can send all your email questions concerns comments all there if you want i'm still getting people asking about um asking about um asking me to speak english help them learn english so i think that's fun um i was in a conversation with a girl from iran uh Iran, Iran, or Syria, and she, it was the saddest thing because she was like, "I love America, and my country is at war. Will you help me learn English?" Ah, uh, I talked to her for like most of the day. We just and she has broken English, but she, um, but she's just a student. She's like 16 years old. She's a beautiful young lady. I saw her Facebook profile, and um, I felt. It was weird talking to somebody who was so enthusiastic about America and 
so um i don't know it threw me off it really did um and it made me think about you know america's messed up we got this crazy person as a president you know we got real racial racial problems but there's no domestic war here except for like the tyranny of the government but i'm not going to go into alex jones territory here um so it really it really affected me and it makes you appreciate america and i don't know i love this country and i'm a patriot and even if you don't agree with the government or agree with the general population that doesn't make you any less patriotic because um true patriots speak what they feel because that's their fucking right and it's right there in the constitution so anyways that turned weird all right so um let's stop bullshitting around here and let's jump into my conversation with senor apoetic oh shit and i got one more thing sorry about that you're gonna notice he's gonna say his name he, he asked me to take his name out because of his job. So you're going to hear a weird beep, boop, 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 boop. And it kind of sucks that I had to take out his name because it's completely pertinent to the conversation we're having. So um, deal with that because that's just how it is, man. Um, but just know it's a very regal. And um, I, I think what he the point was that it was a, well, it wasn't a traditionally... Um, uh, black name or African American name, even though he kind of makes a good point after that. So I totally just shit on that. Anyways, let's jump into uh, my conversation with Apoetic. Pew, 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 pew. Are we? Are we? So today, you and I became friends on Facebook. How? That's it's has on the oh like a year ago or something. Yeah, this was the day because it says X amount of how many years ago? I don't remember, but I just read it. Like it said, today was the day that we added each other on Facebook, and I was like, that's some crazy shit. Yeah, that is weird. That's so super it weird. It must have been right around that last show, because this is last right around now is when we played Actually, that last I can look show. Look it up real quick. I think it was um, X amount of years ago, though. I don't think it was the last Just show. Just last year. Yeah, it was like, and I remember looking at your name. I'm like, who's that? Because I'm bad with names. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had who's to go scroll Mike through. Your, I had to go scroll through your pictures, and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I know who that is. That's what's up. Yeah, I, I fucking I get around, but yeah, you know how it is like being a dad. Uh, you, you fucking you fall off the map. Oh, you you just, <laughs> I ain't been I, on the map in years. Dude. I go, I go, uh, I just go off the radar. I've been off the radar since the baby, and and I'll just people be like, oh yeah, I fucking, I've been doing this and doing that, and I was like, oh shit, when did that happen? And yeah, so yeah, I, I it's it's weird being a dad and like just you put, but you're like a dad. Of like you have like an older kid too, right? Like, I have I have three kids. Holy shit! <laughs> hey, just pull on up and uh, pull that mic right to your mouth. Talk right into. I it. have yeah, I have three kids, dude. Um, one is um twelve. Okay. 
the baby is uh, one in like four months, uh-huh. and then the middle one is my um, girlfriend's niece. Oh, okay, okay. So, so you took a, you took one on. So yeah, well she had her already when we met, uh-huh. and then Good. so that just kind of comes with the. Right, right. Comes with the girl. Comes with the girl. <laughs> yeah, I and and I have no she's five. <laughs> no, no. And um I love her to death. Right, right. Like um uh, yeah, so I have three. Woo! Like two <laughs> two are mine and three is uh, you know, one is mine. Right. Yeah. So I have I have three. Um three and I'm done. That's it. Woo! <laughs> well, you know, it's I was gonna actually ask you about that. How is it like how is it like raising a kid like for 12 years and then like starting all over again 12 years later i mean were you guys planning this or was this a, no, was a no, happy no 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 he wasn't playing yeah. my daughter wasn't playing i mean i wasn't playing so right right i, I don't i don't think half of i don't think 70 percent of the population was playing <laughs> right. um that's just how i feel like i don't i don't have a I've, for every 20 people i've had that conversation with i think i've met maybe like two out of every 20 say yeah my parents and that's what they told them so yeah. who knows right <laughs> but um yeah yes you were planned and you were loved and forever yeah, and ever you, know, you will be my child i think planning these days means we got married mm-hmm. and then it happened yeah, yeah. i think that's kind of like yeah we planned it but yeah, yeah. i don't think anyone really ever plans it but to your question um it's different in more aspects than just the years mm. because it, girl boy right um that's a big <laughs> yeah totally difference different. in totally its own. um and so you know while my daughter is now preteen going into things like puberty and so on and so forth that i have to deal with and address <laughs> and um uh to be honest with you i was her first conversation about cycles and oh wow brawls and mom not in the picture no she is um i'm gonna just plead to yeah yeah, i'm gonna leave that one alone but no no, i don't but more more than anything she did more like that's just me like i always said i'm gonna be honest and open with my kids as much as possible and a lot of that had to do with seeing friends of mine Uh and um growing up not knowing stuff yeah. You know, um, not having their family be like, hey, this is what it is. Right. And then, too, I got to a point where I felt like I was being lied to by adults. Yeah. When totally. I became an adult, I was like, you guys <laughs> lied to me about so much stuff. Right. And I feel like I'd have been a better person if I would have known. Just been straight with Certain it. things. So I, I, I kind of, to a point, sometimes it's to a, a fault. I think I'm too <laughs> honest with her. And, um, but you know, it's either be too honest to a fault or don't say shit to a fault. Yeah. So it's like, where's the middle line? You know, I have I, no idea either. And like, my son's about to be three, and his ass, his ass is like, just hooked on wearing girl clothes. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Like, like his niece, cause like his niece, like okay, so my niece, I'm kind of in, not in like a same situation, but like right now, um. I'm kind of taking on my niece half time because okay. my brother-in-law is a fucking dipshit. I love him, but like you know, he, he's making shitty decisions. Right. 
And uh, now I kind of have her from like I, she just left today from Wednesday to Sunday. Okay. And so he kind of like has become sort of like attached to her. He's almost like a sister, you know. Okay. And fight and shit like that. But she's four. He's three. Right. 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 Or right. about to be three. And I think it's just a product of it because like he wasn't he wasn't really doing that. But right, soon right, she started right. like coming around, and every time she leaves, she he starts putting it on. And so, like, I mean, I've had, like, discussions about it. Like, I know he's not, like, sexualizing the girl clothes at right, all. Right, it's right, not, right. It's not that, you know, he's not trying to be transsexual or whatever. It, whatever <laughs> the fucking proper pronoun <laughs> is these days. Yeah, he's not really, you know... <laughs> I mean, he would play with himself and get a boner every time he saw Elmo. And, like, I know he wasn't, like, sexualizing the fucking puppet. But I realized, you know, but, like, he's just, like... I don't know. He he's an awesome, dude. It's just it's just what's happening. And no, I, I and so like I don't know what that line is. You know, I don't know what. It's a know, weird kid. You know what? Especially with <sighs> living in such a like, we live in such a weird conundrum of a world. Like yeah. we're like in this big old puzzle with a bunch of missing pieces, and like everyone's trying to make something out of something, and something out of nothing, and nothing out of something. So it's all these different things. And like with kids. I don't know. I'm just kind of like I. I've actually had to have this conversation with moms, mm-hmm. where it's like little man is, you know, yeah. exploring, touching himself, whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he's like a baby, or he's two, or he's yeah. three. And you have the normal reaction from parents in general, men, women, is, "What are you doing? Stop! Right. Ah, right. freak out, lose your mind!" Like on everything. Right. You see your dude walks in, sees his, uh, his son putting on his mom's heels and it's like oh my god yeah. what's going on ah. yeah. and I, and in the, in the it, that just comes to i think a phobia to yeah. a certain degree and it's kind of like sometimes i wonder that is that reaction actually pushing someone who may not already be going that way mm-hmm. pushing them to oh. be more curious right. about what right what is what what is that why is so you got mad when I carried this, <laughs> but you didn't get mad. But why is that? Yeah. I mean, real story. I was at a barbecue a couple months ago, and there's a bunch of guys just around talking sports. And there's two kids mm-hmm. in the field playing. One had a football. The other kid picked up the hula hoop. It was just like, whatever. And one of the dads was like, really irate that it was his son earlier was playing with the hula hoop too so he felt it necessary to say in front of all of us like yeah my son put that hula hoop down he plays with the football right <laughs> and he said it like chest out yeah, proud. Yeah, yeah. my son picked up the football you see what he does yeah, right yeah, yeah. so the dude whose son was with the hula hoop mm-hmm. pretty good sized dude yeah. i think he was like a physical uh fitness trainer or something okay. and he said uh well, that's my son, and you know he he can do X amount of push-ups, and then so it was like all of a sudden became this like this this <laughs> man tug, right? Pissing contest. And I'm sitting back like the dude is playing with a hula hoop. <laughs> it's how a old ho- were the kids? Maybe eight, maybe. Oh. It's a hula hoop, though. right? Right? No, no, like, no. Even if they were fucking twenty-five, that play with the hula hoop is not. Anything. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. it's a hula hoop. Yeah. So at the end of the day, like. The idea of him moving his hips yeah. was what got him like, oh, no, right? Right, right. So it made me wonder, like, dang, man, I hope he don't ever, like, accidentally, like, pick up his mom's purse and bring it to you 
to get something because mom said so and right. you didn't know that mom like right, right, is right. it gonna get to that that far you know what I'm saying right. like and so I I think at some point you gotta let kids be kids and kids being kids is a lot of curiosity yeah totally so you just kind of when it things happen you can address them but I don't think you need to go like. Bruce Willis on him, you know, like die <laughs> yeah. hard, like oh my my god, because yeah, yeah. extra man yeah, juice you, on it. You like, don't because in, in in the same same degree, we don't do that to the little girls so much. Yeah, little girl playing with a hammer, and it's like yeah, that's she playing girl, with that's a hammer. Girl. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, build a and, house, and not not saying that I would like if my son came in the room with a full on blouse on and was like, hey dad, I would be like. That's cool. <laughs> like I would probably feel a certain type of way, right. and, I'm, and I'm not, I'm not, I, 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 I'm not homophobic. Right. I don't have any like thing against people who are, are this or that. Like right. I, but just me being in that, I would be like, eh, what? <laughs> can you take that off? Like, what is that all about? And then you know, and then if he got older, yeah, you know, teenagers, and that's what, that's what he does. Would I necessarily condone it? Maybe not. But yeah. would I shun him for it? Nah. Like, I can't. I'm not going to shun him for it because then if he can't get support from me, who are we going to get support yeah. from? Yeah, exactly. You know? you go finding outside sources outside of the household. And I got people who were completely friends of mine who would completely disagree with me. Oh, like, my son, get the hell up out of my house wearing it. Yeah. And that's, that's everybody to each their own. You know what I mean? I understand. But there's no, I don't think there's no perfect, back to what, you know, really we're talking about. I don't think there's no perfect way to raise kids, man. Right, it's, right. As long as you're there and you're doing the best you can, I think you kind of win. I yeah. think just, yeah. I think you win. You just know what I mean? present and, and like open. And being positive. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, now, I mean, if your dad happens to be headed to KKK, we have, that's, I can't. <laughs> that's a different that, I mean, he, like, I, he could still be a good dad right. in regards to, like, take care of you, but I don't know about your value system. Yeah, well, that's, I mean, and that's sort of like, what we're, <laughs> well, well, it's funny now that, like, we have fucking Trump as a president, and uh, have you that been. hilarious? Oh, it was just fucking a hoot. <laughs> Let I, me tell you. I'm laughing at it. Like It I'm, is funny. It, and like you know, like people were just like so uh, dis in disbelief about the whole right, thing, right? Right. That it's like, well, really, that's not really that outside the the realm of impossibility, you know? Like, nope. Come on, like how long have has this country been fucking <laughs> this divided? And what they go by the silent majority, right? That's weird, and that's a powerful statement because that means people are just sitting there and it's like, well, they're fucking Mexicans, well, <laughs> you know, like, but they're keeping it inside. But now they have this platform where they're just like, yep. And like you're seeing now, like um, people tweeting stuff about like how they're at the gas station filling up their gas tank yep. and, and they're being getting harassed, yeah, by like just Pe all because people have now. It's almost like you ever seen that movie The Gate? No, it's a uh, to like a. I guess they call it a horror movie. It's like an 80s movie. Okay. And one of them kids that's in all of them, 80s, Corey Haim, one of them is in it. I can't remember. But anyways, they find some book, and it's like a record, and they play it backwards, and it's like some demon shit. And okay. then they do some chant, and then all of a sudden, like, they open this gate. And these <laughs> little minions and things come out and, like, haunt the house. And, like, it's just kind of like what happens. Like, the gate got open. Yeah. The gate was there. Everybody was at the gate kind of like, let me out. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. But the funny thing is, if you go back eight years when Obama won, right, mm -hmm. the same thing happened to a certain degree. The silent 
folks, mm-hmm. which everyone said, the youth, they don't vote. Yeah. Right, right. That's who pushed the ballot. Right, was right, the right. youth. The they youth. they pushed it. So he won, right? right? And when he won, you had people, especially in the South, there was images of videos of people with mannequins hung from trees. I remember that. Burning yeah. with his face on it, yeah. and so on. so fast forward, those same people who were probably going, "How dare you hang things of Obama from a tree?" Yeah. Now we got burning Trump things, yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm not condoning Trump in any way. <laughs> I think he's an idiot, right? Um, but the people have spoken, and he's our president. So yeah. case closed. We'll deal with it. <laughs> right. um, but I think it's very. If if you're gonna be that hard on one person, then when that person when they get their their day, yeah, you gotta be the one to take the high road so that they don't really win, right? Like you you know they don't really get the win because I, I questioned the um the protest ah, uh-huh. and my question was not that I don't think people should protest because right. I've been to a few protests I'm and marches and so on and so forth. And I'm completely fine with people doing that because I think that's our American right, right? Yeah, of course. But what's the purpose behind your protest, okay? Mm-hmm. There was a young dude killed unjustly. Protest. Protest, cool. yeah. Trump wants to build a wall. Once he starts this wall right. coming, protest yeah. it. You have the uh, Native Americans in the in the, in the the water. Yeah, the... Oh, that's a protest. Yeah. But... This might have been the first election in the last, what, 20 years that where there wasn't any missing vote boxes that I heard right. of. Right, right. There wasn't any um, situations where um, no one was able to vote. Right. Things were missing. Right. It was as simple as he won. Yeah. So you can't protest the win. Right. Now, what you can do is watch closely. Mm-hmm. So when he starts implementing these little things, you can right, go... Right. Oh, this is coming, so yeah. you know it's coming, right. and then you can start protesting. Yeah, like, but I think that we, I think that I say we, I think that people wasted a protest on air. Yeah. <laughs> well, and it's funny to me because a lot of these, you know, there's a lot of young people out there, and like this election, there was a lot of the millennials didn't show up to vote. So that what goes kind of back to where you're saying it's kind of the opposite of what happened yeah. with Obama. The millennials back then they pushed and he got in twice yep. Yep. and you know like I, with all the faults of Obama like I still think he was a great fucking great president. A, you know it was be- better than what we've had. <laughs> I think there was definitely obviously there was things that could have been done better. Right. You don't know if that was him and this whole puppet idea that people right. talk about. You don't mm-hmm. know if it was he tried and there was no there was no give off, it was, yeah. the thing was blocked yeah. or if he's just part of the establishment right. that part we can guess we can right. speculate we can go and read books and find out little things but we'll never know like the real right. full story if anything i think he was like a great a great progression and transition right. for the world on the world stage because you got like a a, a young black man who's like talking like fucking like he like he has a clue of what he's saying. I mean, you fucking George W. Bush sounded like a drunk fucking yeah, yeah. idiot, you know, straight out of Texas. So like, it was a great and refreshing. It was. Drive. I mean, there's some shit about like taking away our civil liberties that I got questions right, about okay. and like some stuff. But you know what? I I we're now we're here. The now first, we're here. The first thing I said when I, when Obama won was I. 
was happy for my grandmother because she was still alive at the time. Oh, that's beautiful. And I was happy for my daughter. Mm. And this is the reason why. I remember specifically sitting in class in high school, middle school, and you're going around, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm. And I remember, it wasn't me, but I remember someone, another black kid, said, I want to be president. And the class laughed. <sighs> like it was the funniest thing ever, yeah. right? And even he laughed when he yeah. said it. Wow. So I want to be president. <laughs> yeah. Like that ain't happening. Right, right. Which attached me to when I was in elementary school and I participated in church back then. Mm. And we did a play. And I got, I, I had to be Moses, right? Mm. Thought it was the funniest thing ever. We all did. Me, a right. bunch of white kids, where it's like, right. oh, the black Moses, yeah. right? That's impossible. <laughs> that never happened. There's no black people in the Bible. Right, um, right. Of and course there's not. Those two sat with me and I remember carrying them on. So when that day happened, I remember going, my daughter will never, ever, ever have to endure that. Right. No, no kid, no minority will ever have to endure right. that as saying what they want to be. Right. Now I wouldn't I would not encourage my children to go for president. No. But I'm glad that now that 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 at least in the ch- children's eyes, because mm-hmm. you know, obviously things start at home and you teach them that they can be bigger than life. Right. But a lot of things, regardless of what we say, they get from the outside world. Right. right? So we have to kind of like take that in the equation um and then for my grandmother my grandmother was a child when cotton picking was still happening wow and she um actually her grandfather or her great-grandfather which would be my great great all of that stuff was um native american don't know what tribe but i just know she's told me these stories and she also was part of the help generation for people who've seen the movie to help Okay, okay. The maids and mm-hmm. and she um she was part of that. And I know her generation never thought. Right. Right. Um, even though there is uh evidence that says that he's not the first and that way back in the day there's another one okay. that no one talks about. But that's I'll let people look that up on their own. Well, now I'm um, curious because I, I don't know. I I so there's because because I don't know exact. So I don't okay. want to try to go deep into something that I don't know facts. Right. I, I just you. I just know that um, at some point I read about and have been told by others about um, a black man who was actually president of but the I, United States yes. or of like their own okay but the thing was is I think at that time this is the only part I can go into I think at that time there wasn't the there wasn't president of the United States right they were still the, the colony time they were trying to figure shit out yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Um, so actually there's a lyric in a dead press song okay. where um, he says um, something about Obama wasn't the first look at the back of the some form of money I don't know which bill it is. Okay. And then they circle it in the in the little visual. Oh, okay. So, you know, fact checkers, do your do, <laughs> do you yours. know, don't don't try to go out and be like, yo, I've said <laughs> like go check your facts and then if I'm if you hear this and I'm full of shit, then you can hit me up yeah. and be like, You're full of shit and give me facts. <laughs> and if you hear this and you're one of the folks that did pass that information to me, and you're like, okay, you didn't elaborate enough, then send me more info right. so I have that. So next time I do something like this, I can I can speak more on it. But <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Right. Um 
I think though this is um I don't I'm not worried about Trump though. Trump, I'm not worried about. It's his people that yeah. follow him. Because number one, I feel like the leader of a country, if if unless you're Hitler, yeah, if you come into office and you see that there's discourse among the people and it's racial or it's ethnic ethnic based mm-hmm. or it's religious based, and we're living in the land of the free, yeah, you should be the first person to grab a mic and say you need to calm down. Yeah. This KKK stuff, I'm not with that. Right. Disown that. Right. Because Obama had to disown Reverend Wright. Yeah, that's Just right. for saying the chickens have come home to roost. Yep. So why did he have to disown him for people to say, okay, but here we go. We have yeah. the president now. He doesn't have to disown the KKK. That's mm. a that goes to show that double standard. Right, of course. And people don't wanna, you know, people hate the hate the term white privilege. But <laughs> um that's if that doesn't tell you that it exists, then we can't even have a conversation. And um that's just so when you see me and you're like, oh he said that, then you might as well not talk to me. Cause wow. that's prime example right there. Right. Cause saying the chickens have come home to roost is very small. Yes. In in comparison to people who at one point were hanging and dragging grown people through streets and off trees and right and that's crazy like to even for people to just be like well hillary's corrupt so i voted for trump because i feel like he's a different but the people that support him that he hasn't denounced they just want to Take people out who yeah. don't look like them. That's crazy. That's yeah. the part that's crazy to me. Yeah, for sure. By the way, I didn't vote for either. <laughs> and you can save all that. Well, you're the problem because you got let them get in because yeah. my state actually voted Vote for, for Hillary. Hillary. So I yeah. could doesn't really matter. Yeah, Raina voted for a third party. She voted for Jill Stein. And and I, I vote for Hillary. I'll, I'll fuck it. I don't I don't give a shit. I vote for Hillary because there was no way in my head that I could allow that. Right. I, mean, my I hear mo- you. My, uh, my mother, who is fucking from Mexico, who came to America, immigrated properly, got her got her got her citizenship and everything. Right, right, right. Is like she's like sitting there like upset and like she's like I I just I don't want them to come get me like what am I gonna do and like she's like really worried I don't think she has anything to really right. worry about but maybe I don't know I mean I would be more worried like you said about people around the her. people like the, and then especially the other, in her city well, I'm from Toledo Ohio and Ohio okay is, uh, we'll <laughs> see and that's the other part man I I personally and I still do even though the outcome didn't happen the way I thought it was I personally. So Hillary is supposed to be the front runner eight years ago. Yeah. Then Obama came. Right, right. Out of nowhere. Supposedly. The fucking right. We're like, yeah. whoa, where'd this guy come from? Yeah. Okay. Change, hope. And everybody like yeah. jumped on that wagon. It was exciting. Right? It really it was. was exciting. Now whether you actually follow politics, whether you were just voting because you wanted to see a person of color in office, whether you voted because you just didn't like Republicans, whatever it was be. He hit the right chord right. and it it ran through. Right. Um, and she was though supposed to be the, right. the and it's, everybody said it. Right. Cat Williams actually has a joke where he says, um, Hillary just thought she just had the N word vote <laughs> because of your husband. And she and then he says, you know, uh, that was your husband we like. <laughs> yeah, right. Which I still 
even that, I'm like, y'all got to look in the background of Bill before you really like yeah. act like you like Bill. Yeah, you commit to that guy. But um, but anyways, she was supposed to be the person. Okay, right. so then here we go. Eight years later, right? Here we go. Hillary's back, <laughs> and everyone's like. It's a wrap. Yeah. Black exactly. man, woman, right. she's already knows, she's been in, in she's da, 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 yeah. blah, blah, because she's, li- and in a way, she's kind of lightweight Cheney as far as how long she's been in the office. Mm. I'm not saying like she's done the stuff Cheney's right, done, right. but she's been in office, and Cheney was in office for a long time. Right, right. Um, but she's lightweight like that, so she's around, right? And you're like, okay, she's in. And I think women were like, yeah, we're going to get a woman, and right. you know, we're in a new era where, you know, this alpha woman with the pants and F men and that's a whole nother topic but um, love you women uh, so we go into that and then then here comes okay so Hillary's here there's no one to oppose her right, right? we're done that's it right because it really wasn't at first, right. for the first like for the last two years right. it was Hillary Right, right yeah. she's in. And Trump was like sort of yeah. a joke. We weren't even talking yeah. about Biden. Actually, Trump wasn't even in conversation the last two years. He didn't mm-hmm. come into the conversation until the election. Until like the midterm, where they yeah. were. Yeah. Now, was, what was happening when that happened? Bernie started making a move. Everybody was like, "Oh, Bernie!" So Bernie comes basically and pimp slaps Hillary, like right. Mm. And then he's rolling, mm-hmm. and then you hear that the, that she was. Uh, working with the, the DNC to 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 basically sabotage him right. and so on and so forth because here he comes out here he comes right. again. Right. Last time they decided, okay, you know what? It's almost like they had a side conversation. Hey, Hillary, look, yo, we, Obama's hot. We got to roll right. with him. We're going with this. So In we're gonna support eight years, him, baby. In eight years. So they did that, right? <laughs> sure. And then they didn't. Here comes Bernie. <laughs> here comes. Here Bernie. comes Bernie, and it's like, oh man. And personally, I almost feel like there was some sort of conversation between Hillary and Trump. Mm. And it was like, hey, come in, kind of run some distractions, say Mm -hmm. some crazy off-the-wall stuff. And I know people are listening to this and like, dude, you're nuts. But I'm not the only person that feels this way. Right, there's a lot of people believe that kind of stuff. And I feel like there was some, maybe not in depth. Yeah. And he was just supposed to kind of take out Jeb and right, you right. know, kind of completely dismantle the, the the party. Right. And then he would the people would say, This dude is too crazy. Right. <laughs> Can't do it. Yeah. Gotta right. be her, right? Right, right, right. And it backfired. So backfired. It backfired more than anyone could have imagined. That's how I see it. Mm. I could be wrong. I don't know, but that's just, it just didn't make sense, right? It's just, to me, it just didn't make sense. But um, I don't know. I'm, just, I'm I'm laughing. I'm really not worried about it. Like I said, I'm more worried about his his people. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, the only thing I'm trying to understand is why every time something happens with the, that side, like the, the conservative, I guess, I feel like I'm both, but the conservative folks, like why all of a sudden does it become like, Free for all bash on black folks. Like all of a sudden, I'm seeing like kids in blackface yeah. and and these little stories. But then some of the stories, I don't know how real they are. Right, right. And it's just a mess. But I'm just like, look, I'm gonna ride them out. You know, like so what else are we gonna do? I, you know, I mean, there's <laughs> some people to say they want to move. Cool, yeah, move. Roll. Let me know where you're moving. 
so I can come visit. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Well, it was funny. Um, during the election, the uh, Canadian... Um, it shut down or something. Yeah, like, yeah, it got it shut, shut down. down. It got that shut down because people were like looking into... So many people were looking into moving and it just shut down. I wonder about that though because I think that actually happened during the primary. Might have. I remember some story saying that something shut down which is why I question so much stuff. I'm like, is this another like like kind of like rile people up type of thing Mm -hmm. or was it legit? I, I I don't know. Yeah, because there's so much misinformation, and it's proven that pe- that people actually are out there fucking making misinformation. The government will send in people to uh, start violence at a peaceful protest. Yeah. You have it people that just, and you have some that are do it on their own. Yeah, they're people like, just, I just crazy like fucking people. up some shit. Yeah. I'm gonna show up at the thing and, and just, just turn yeah. like, and, you know. and then mob mentality kicks in and yep. like burning down the palace. But <laughs> yeah, man, the. What what was uh what was strange about that Bernie thing was is that all that shit came out with the WikiLeaks, which we don't know if that's true, right? Oh, but man. I'm 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 gonna assume so. <laughs> let's just assume it was true, where you have that chick who who was plotting against Bernie. Right. And then all of a sudden she gets let go of the DNC and then like that same day she's working on the Hillary campaign. And then so like when it, when you're talking about like who's pe- there's a dialogue going on between people and like there's people you know like that is true that we know that this is true and that, that was pe- done in our face yeah like right. and we just fucking and, take it and I think that's what's starting and that's that's why I say I'm scared of his supporters yeah for this reason they have proven that they are not scared of the establishment at by any means necessary so can you imagine this he takes something. He says he takes something to Congress. I want it to pass. Mm-hmm. They say, oh, no. Yeah. And his supporters say, wait. Yeah. But we want it. Right. I think his supporters, unlike others, are the ones that will show up yeah. at Washington right. with rifles <laughs> and yeah. everything else, which which if you really think about it, you have people always talking about peaceful. You want to be peaceful. Mm. Historically... <laughs> When has any change been made when peacefully? Yeah. Revolutionary War. Not peaceful. No, no, no. Civil War. Not, not very, peaceful. Not very civil. Uh, we can go like, you know, a French Revolution. Not peaceful. Right. Um, I don't know what it's based around, but like Braveheart, whatever that's based around. Yeah. That was not peaceful. Right. Like there's never been a peaceful Real change. Right. There's been momentary, and there's and there's 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 uh, thoughts that even Dr. King had come to a point at the end and said to himself, like, "Nah, this is not right. gonna happen." Like, yeah. maybe this X way. has a point. Maybe he does have a point. <laughs> right, you right. know, um, and I personally think that 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 might be why you started reading about the meeting and you meet her and you started reading more about JFK maybe meeting with them as well. Mm. And if you look at the timeline, they were popped. Right, real close. You real know, close. I think it was I think it the the sequence was I think it was King X JFK. I think. Fact checkers. Um I'm bad with years and stuff. <laughs> but I think that was the order. And if that was the order, it's kind of a perfect order because Malcolm X had the uh, what they would call the extreme 
Any means necessary. Yeah. yeah. Even though he had started to, um, not I say dumb down, but he started looking at things different. Right. He started having conflict with the nation and stuff like yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. And then, you know, King had always had backlash from the, the church, mm-hmm. right? But he had the he had probably the most balanced. He had the white folks and the black folks. Right, right. And then JFK was kind of an anomaly. He was Jewish, right? Or Catholic. No, no, he's Catholic. Catholic right. Irish Catholic. And they usually make it a big deal for the president to be Protestant Christian or some sort of Christian or something, right? So right. here he comes and he has a, a different constituent. Like so you bring those guys together yeah. and we may not be having this conversation if they actually get together and right. do something. Um that's all guessing at this point, right? <laughs> right, right, right. Um but but I will say that the 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 killing, especially of King, completely changed the mindset of some people. You know, you got guys like Jesse Jackson who completely became a different guy. Yeah. Um, and a couple other guys that were around at that time, and then bang, bang, bang. bang. But um, but yeah, that's why I, f- I, I fear them more than anything because I fear that they don't care. Right. And they don't have any fear of standing up for what it is that whether or not it's right or wrong to them, it's right, and so therefore they're going to. I think fight for that, and I—I I mean, like I—I I, I do fear, like I do fear, like a future for my kids, but I kind of almost a part of me wants to see some kind of shit like that because it's gonna call in the question, like what something needs to change, like this fucking electoral college bullshit, oh man, with popular vote bullshit, like you know, like the it it, it I mean the dialogue has started. I We've mean, been brushing stuff under the carpet for so long, like it's bound to happen at some yeah, point. Like I mean, there's too many fucking not, people in America now. There's too many there's too many assholes. Like, you said it earlier. This was bound to happen. Yeah. And not not necessarily him. Something was right. bound to happen to shake up stuff, right? Right. No, but at the same time, there's already stories saying that he's backed off from the wall talk. Yeah. And, and I, I feel like he's going to throw a bunch of shit in the fan and mm-hmm. see what sticks. Right. Half <laughs> of it, Congress would be like, nah, because we, we can't go full on fucking like Armageddon and shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we can't just round people up, right? And then, yeah, you <laughs> Not know. Not like the then, Japanese in World War II or anything. I don't think we're going to go like it's going to go that far. I think that people do, though, need to wake up and understand that the stuff that, you know, I have a group of friends and we, since forever, always would talk about like race relations and blah 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 and we always would get shitted on like yeah. you guys are just you're the reason that it exists because you think about it too much and you talk about it too much i actually was told one time that i would be a better mc if i if i stopped worrying about being black so much <laughs> and 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 i don't pull this card i don't i think hip-hop is great i think it brings a lot of people together from different yeah. Areas. I think that is probably the most inclusive genre of music right. in in today's world. Right. And I and this person wasn't black. Okay. And, I was gonna ask you. <laughs> and I had to say to them, "Do you realize that you do what you do because of me, and not me? Right. But your your introduction to this." was because of some black and Puerto Rican kids in New York. Right. Don't come at me with this if you focus on something <laughs> other than being. And, but that's the thing, though, is like we've been so brainwashed that 
that we're all good, especially here in California. We mm. have this like, oh, everybody loves each other. Mm. And then you experience your first situation that lets you know that you're different. Yeah. Whether it be you walk across the street and you hear click, click. Yeah. That lady just clicked the. Why did she click the? What What was that? Fuck that. I'm um, sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but that. I mean, I, I know what you're saying. Or you, you, exactly you, you know, pro, to me, one of the best movies to display all of the ignorance that goes on is um, Crash. Crash, yeah. Totally. Every single relationship in that movie is a, is a backdoor into a normal person that someone knows life. Yeah. When the woman, she was like, oh, that Mexican dude came to mm-hmm. ch- change the locks. And she and she was all him. stressing yeah. about it. But yet, she has a maid who takes care of her child and she Fucking trusts her. robbing her ass. Wasn't she robbing her? I, something, I think oh, it was something like her, that. I don't remember. But she trusts her. Yeah. Right. Right. But this dude comes and it's right. like, oh, I don't he's know. a fucking Mexican guy. Right. Um, you had the situation where the the, the purse, the, the, the purse, the purse, and she, she right? the purse. And I've seen that shit. I've but the thing that. is, is it was wrong, but justified at the same time. Because eventually, who ended up stealing a car? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. So the thing is, is that it's all about like perception, right? And mm. it's all about like why you have that perception. It's one thing if I see a dude walking down the street in the hood and it makes me say, that's kind of shady. It's nighttime. I don't know. Um, Watching his hands. Just common sense to say, okay, maybe I should be kind of aware of that. But it's different when you say, it's a Mexican dude with a hood or it's a black dude with a hood. And then you start adding on to it. It's a Mexican dude with a hood. Oh, he must have just hopped the border. Oh, he did. Or it's a black dude with a hood. Oh, he must be part of a gang. Mm. That's the difference between that and... It's some aware. dude that looks kind of scary. Right. I don't care what color it is, because I'm going to tell you right now, <laughs> if I'm walking down the street and I see somebody looking a little shady, mm-hmm. I don't care if you black, yellow, green, pink, purple, right. I'm going to be on guard. Right. And I'm going to make sure that you know that I'm on guard. So if you're going to try some shit, you're going to have something to handle, right? right, right. But it's not because you're black, white, Mexican. It's because... You look suspicious. You're putting off some fucked up vibes. And my vibe, my spidey sense is saying, (laughs) um, hmm. But there's a difference between that and, oh, it's a black guy. (laughs) Wait, it's a a lady with, she's wearing a a hijab. Oh, no. Like, that's different. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I, you know, I used to work at Target. Oh. And um, I was I, I didn't actually work for Target. I worked for the photo booth in Target. And okay. It was a whole nother company. Uh, they don't exist anymore, so I can say it. they're called Qualex. Qualex. And we did all the twenty four uh, hour photo stuff or whatever. Okay. So uh, there was a security guard in that Target. He was the secret security dude, oh, and okay. I knew him. I knew yeah. who he was. Right, we right. talked, and and uh, I started learning all the codes over <laughs> the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. And kids would come in. Doesn't matter, all kinds of kids, Asian, black, whatever. Right. And um, he would be so jacked up that one of them was going to do something, right? Mm-hmm. Just be like, I yeah. got to get him. Yeah. <laughs> so I used to tell the kids after I learned this, the kids would come in with their backpacks. Yeah. And I'd walk up to them and I'd say, hey, um, if you're not in here to buy something, leave. And I'm like, what? I'm like, there's people in here who want you to steal so that you can get arrested. Uh-huh. Why? I'm not I'm just I'm just gonna go look at some video games. Yeah. 
if you're not here to buy anything, <laughs> I suggest that you leave and come back at a different time with your parents or something like mm-hmm. that, right? Now, that's sad that I, you know, that I have to say that, right? right? But I knew who I was dealing with. Right. So he actually caught me doing this. Oh, shit. Got mad. Why are you mad? They have quotas. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's just all jacked up in itself, right? right. Like you, yeah, it's you, embedded. It's, it's embedded. So you've been trained that, hey, you better get some. But he also pinpointed certain kids. I lived in Mira Mesa. Mira Mesa is a predominantly, it, at that time at least, it was a predominantly Filipino. Yeah. Um, you had um, a lot of Asian. Right. And then you had the military kids who could be any anybody, right? Right, right? So they his pinpoint was a lot on the Asian kids, right? Okay. Um. And so, like, I just noticed that. And I was like, nah, this is not going down on my watch, right? But that type of stuff is where it gets bad, right? Now, if you see someone walking in, they keep putting their hands in their pocket, I don't care who they are. Yeah, that's a suspicious activity, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I said, there's a difference. Like, But I don't think people are willing to accept that. There's people like, you're just on your head. You're being paranoid. And I'm like, nah, I'm not being paranoid. No, 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 because because you look at that in a bigger spectrum. Um, like that's just target security. Now you take that to the city police, who it's almost they FBI, modeled that shit. At, military, yep, you keep going. All modeled after the same shit, yep. where you have quotas, where you have to get so much of this every day. So of course you're gonna start targeting people that you know. I'm gonna go after that guy, and might nothing be wrong, but then all of a sudden it escalates, and then someone's dead. Or then, arrested for no or arrested reason. Arrested for no one, no it, fucking it's, reason. It's yeah. a lot of stuff that, like, no, you know. But so I'm kind of the the temperature we're in right now. Um, I obviously it's disturbing, yeah. but it's not um far fetched. It's not some like, whoa, how is this happening? Like we come from a foundation of, um, thievery, lying, deceit, blood, um. White supremacy, like, and a lot of people are afraid of that word. And I have to consistently tell people white supremacy is not about you being white. It's about the system that we live in. That we were created, that was created. The saddest part is some people don't even get it until I say, okay, if the founding fathers were black dudes, it'd be black supremacy. And they're like, <laughs> so, oh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, I get it, I get I'm it. like, this is sad I have to even do that. Like, because that's the only way sometimes. And, and then yeah, I have to go further sometimes. I'm like, if this is, if it was all women, then yeah. it would be women's. Like, yeah. and it's like stupid. But um, it's, and, I, and, and some people don't even know what that means. They hear it and they go, I'm not a KKK member. And I'm like, right. I'm not. White supremacy affects everybody. Don't matter what color, creed, religion, race, like it doesn't matter. It's all inclusive in the way we live from images on TV to um, the way that we approach people, the way we look at people, the way we hire people, the way we, you know, like you don't. If you don't understand that, it's hard to have further conversations about the idea of racism in America, right? Yeah. So it's it's one of them things where you pick your battles. Like, mm-hmm. is this a conversation that me and you can have? Because if we can't, it's going to turn into you being offended by me going, you thinking I'm pointing at you. Right. And I'm not pointing at you. I'm just speaking on the playing field that we're on, right? Right. And um, so that's just just like it's. I mean, I once had an English teacher tell me straight up, 
when I asked her how I was teaching English because I wanted to be an English teacher, her exact words were, oh, that's surprising. You guys don't usually do well in English. Oh, fuck. That was her direct, and I was working at a bookstore. Oh, my God. I was the cashier to her books. I was 18. At that time, I was not very um, conscious or aware of a lot of stuff. Right, so it kind of did it So go to right? me, it didn't even go over my head. It oh. soaked in, right, but right. it was... Me today, she would have got cursed down and I got fired. <laughs> like, that would have been the end of it. Yeah. Me back then, I was still like... I was in stuck in that, this is how you're supposed to talk to me kind of thing, right, and I'm right. not supposed to say anything. Right, right. And she kept going. She said, oh. I said, I said, I said, yeah, I love English. I love to read. And then just one of my favorite books is this. And she said, oh, she said, oh, did your parents read to you? I said, yeah, they read to me all the time. I, um, and she's like, oh, okay. But at no point did I get answered my question. How was right. it teaching? So I left that conversation thinking, I remember, I remember later as I, I got more conscious at that right, time, right. I would say, um, in high school, they always say I was kind of old. I had kind of this different, but I wasn't, uh, I didn't know anything. There was some things are innate, right? Like right, where right. you're just like, I was innately like, this don't make sense, but I had no idea what didn't make sense. Right. Mm-hmm. So as I gained more knowledge, my brain would go back to those times and be like, damn, I hope her classrooms weren't like, you know, Jesus. white kids in the front, yeah. Asian kids in, right behind them because <laughs> she stereotypes them as being the smart ones. Right, of um, black and Mexican kids in the back right. playing soccer and basketball. Like, yeah. I hope this is not like how her classrooms right. are being managed, right? And, I, and I, I, to this day, I regret that I did not get her name mm-hmm. and what school she taught at wow. because I would have definitely put her on notice <laughs> Uh, and also, even if she didn't get on notice, no, my daughter wasn't going there. Yeah. Or my future kids, because I ain't, yeah. I'm a daughter at 24 or 5, so that, there was no kids in sight at that time. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, man, it, it's all, but it's just funny to me. Like, the world in general is funny to me right now. Music is funny to me right now. Um, politics is funny. It's, um, it's, it's insanity. It's like TV's what? funny and not funny like comedy. Right. Like it's funny like what are we watching? What has become the predominantly like watch like our kids, like just the communities, like everything is like funny but not like ha 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 you got like it's just funny like we got to we are here now. This is where we're at. Yeah, yeah. Right? And there's a lot of misinformation totally. on why we are here. And everything now is not all that bad. Like, yeah, some people make you believe that, like, the world is fucking shit right now. Yeah, like, yeah. we're going to Or at just, least like, our world. Yeah. Our, like, us here in the United States. Like, everything is dead. Like, just the world, it sucks. And yeah. there's no point to live in. And, like, like, there's always a point of living. Like, yeah. Well, here's the thing. We don't have to um, walk five miles to get a couple gallons of water that we have to carry on our back. And that might that water might be dirty water that gives your kid fucking dysentery and Uh, you can't afford to buy the medication that only costs one American dollar. But you have to rally the whole village to hopefully buy that off of this, you know, fucking get one dollar to save your fucking baby who just drank a cup of water. Well, the sad part is. So, I mean, like, we don't really have it, like, super bad. Well, that's the, that's the sad, that's the even sadder part, <laughs> is that we may not 
be the kids with the flies and yeah. you know and the Sally Struthers shows up it's yeah, like right. a dollar a day yeah. but we are but we have Michigan <laughs> right and we we like like that shit became like a third hand story now uh-huh. meanwhile they still don't have good water right. it's still fucked up over there but yet that became like oh this presidential we got this person and, and we got cop shooting ISIS people. and cop like, shooting yeah. people but the water is still fucked up yeah. like and sometimes I wonder like is that is that like some some like is it just like happening that we have a bunch of shit happen at one time that distract you mm. from every other thing else or are some things created to distract you Right, like, yeah, I don't think that, um, like the Michigan water thing, and then the um, I'm so bad with info as far as like retaining <laughs> it without being able to see it. Yeah. But the thing that's going on with the water pipe, the pipeline. Oh yeah, the Dakota okay? pipe. Right. So those two things, right? Mm-hmm. They should never be not in the news until yeah. it's resolved. Right. Like that should always be in the news right. until it's resolved. Right. I don't care if we have a election i don't care if the pope dies like we should have those that should be in this mainstream news 24 7 right but it's not right we want to talk about emails (laughs) and we want to talk about um grabbing pussies (laughs) and we want to talk about this type of stuff right when and and real quick to go back we keep saying we want oh we want people to be honest. We want to hear the truth. We want to hear what you really feel. Yeah. Sounds like our president gave us how he really feels yeah. for a a year. Yeah. And, and I mean people bought it too. He did it. Like yeah. he did exactly what it is that people say he doesn't do, right? Yeah. Then we we, we Oh, uh, we found out Obama smokes weed. <laughs> we found out that um Clinton was having a secret little affair. We found out that Bush ducked the military, we yeah. found, you know, he and he was DUIs and blah, 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 yeah. right? But the reason that they even are put in that position is because you don't want to hear the truth. You want these people to be perfect. Yeah, these, like, in, impossibly perfect We people. want everybody to be perfect that's not us. Right. Like, we want athletes to be perfect. We right. want actresses to be perfect. We want... Uh, our musicians to be perfect. Right. Actually, we give them a pass. Right. It's, it's we, so we funny give how that musicians works. a pass. So we talk shit about drugs. We talk shit about sex. <laughs> we talk shit about, and then we go. The greatest musician ever was a meth head and did it. Like we just. And not, I'm, not, I'm making up shit. I but I'm just saying, like Jimi Hendrix was a heroin addict. That's what died we do. It's like, yeah. Beatles was all in the shit. Right. right. Like, but then we go. They're the best ever. Right. We give them that pass, which I think we should. They're magicians. They're not fucking doctors. Right. Like I'm. I don't care. Right. I don't care what you did. Like, like you made beautiful music, Jimmy Hendrix. And I appreciate that. Right. Like, so why do we? And then we say, well, the the the, the president and the governor and the blah, 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 should be. Look, if you too perfect, I don't trust you. And I've always <laughs> said that from the most uh, least person to the most high person on the totem pole. Hell if yeah. if you got if you too clean. I don't trust you. Right. Like, that's just, no one's that clean. Yeah. Like, and clean is simple. You never stole a pen from an office. Right. You know, you never went to a hotel room and took soap. Never sped 
five miles over the speed limit. You know, you never smoked some weed. Right. You never drank before the age of 21. <laughs> like, that type of stuff, like, it, it's and it seems mild, uh, but people won't admit that type of shit because right. they're afraid of the back, especially when you're in the, in the, in the limelight, yeah, you know? Exactly. Um, prime example, football player Adrian Peterson got in trouble for whooping his kid's ass, right, oh. with a switch. Yeah, 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 I remember that. People were like, oh, my God, he's, he's child abuse. <laughs> Look, man, and he said it. He didn't even run from it. <laughs> this is how I was raised. People right. need to understand that, fine, tell him it's wrong. You can't do that no more. Hmm. But don't act like you don't know this type ass whoopings happen in families' homes. Right. Been happening for years. Michael Vick, fighting dogs. You don't even have footage of him actually fighting a dog, right? But we he did two years in jail. He two. Yeah. Fine. He did his time. You got people still saying he should be in jail, shouldn't be playing football, mm-hmm. shouldn't be doing nothing with his life, right? That's very contradictive of the lives that we live down quote unquote down here right, right? right like right. we have these people oh, you're the you make too much and then what do we say you make too much money to make mistakes that's kind of where it's going like you make yeah. too much money to make mistakes I would think the more money you have the more mistakes you would make there has to be cause I know the more money I get the more mistakes I make <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you fuck around and tell me I got a $500 bonus and I was supposed to go to Vegas this weekend I might make some mistakes, like <laughs> gamble way too much money yeah. that I needed, you know. Yeah, but I don't know the politic thing. I have a lot of friends who are like completely devastated, and you know. Well, no, there was people crying. I remember going to the bar over here, <sighs> and there's this group of this group of ladies, young ladies, who are just um, uh, sitting there holding each other, sobbing, and like I in my friends is like. <laughs> Like, my friend, he was like, I'm fucking depressed, but, like, you know, we're going to move on. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, it, it's just the reaction <sighs> is, um, I, I just, the reactions are fucking, I mean, they're funny. I mean, like you're saying, it's funny. It's it, it, where, where we're at is, is funny. And, I, and, well, and But not. A lot of the people that are, like, crying and really, really, and sorry. Okay. Let me say this because I don't, if you were crying. I'm going to try and empathize with you because I'm big on that. Like, mm-hmm. I may not understand why you're crying, but I have to respect it. For some reason, that hurts your feelings. Right, right, right. Okay. But a lot of the people that, I, that I've that i seen that are emotionally distraught, mm-hmm. it's not going to, no matter what, this shit's not going to affect them, the things that we've heard from this new incoming and I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not going to details. I know but I'm just saying it's not going to affect you. Now, I appreciate that you have empathy and to the point to cry for those that it will affect. Right. I get that. But those that it will affect, most of them right. are like, same shit, different toilet. Right. What do you want me to do? Well, that's my roommate. My roommate, like, he was just like... I mean, honestly, I'm not really affected by this. And fuck it, his name is is, is Earl. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> Jeffrey Earl. I won't, I'll leave his last name out of it, but <laughs> Jeffrey Earl. You know, like he's not gonna be uh, he's not gonna be affected like what you're saying. I mean, yeah, it's a it's a it's a weird time to be alive, and it's a uh, and people are are just uh, oh shit. I'm sorry. 
people are just fucking uh they're eating into it and that's just where we're at i guess it's yeah it's interesting like what i don't know man i'm I, actually it's funny that i was even uh, I even allowed us to have this conversation this long because the other day I had said to myself, I'm not talking about this shit no more. <laughs> yeah, I'm over but, it. No, but it's cool because I haven't been able to like, um, you know, I, me and a, we have a group of friends. We have a little IM group and we, we get to chopping it up. Yeah. And like, they're a little bit more like, dude. And they have like a post every five minutes and they're sending this information. Look what he did now. Look at that. <laughs> and I'm the one going, okay, Google, did that really happen? Yeah. But like, I'm at that point where I'm just like, is getting yourself so stressed out about it really going to help? Right. Okay. So, okay. You're worried maybe about, um, social security. Right. Maybe you're worried about, um, medical and how that's going to change. Right. Maybe worried about all these different things. But being stressed about it is not going to change a fucking thing. So, now the thing is, what are you going to do, right? Are you going to get together with some people that you know and make sure that you guys are good, Mm -hmm. right? Are you going to start saying, all right, you know what? I'm not going to support these corporations. I'm going to support local businesses and small mom and pops or support whatever, you know, I uh, let people, you know, uh, when when all these cops were getting off, you know, I had yeah. a lot of people I know was like, yo, we got to just, like, um, support black businesses. And, and I'm all yeah. for that, right? Um, I'm, also for, I'm also for supporting small businesses of other people who have been de- disenfranchised as well as who've been oppressed in this country. Like, I'm cool with that, right? right, right. The issue is, okay, so now where are those at? How do we establish them? And what's next? Now, People say, well, how did you figure that out? Look, man, I'm not saying I'm a follower. I'm a leader in certain things, but I don't really have a lot of the means to know. You know, I know a lot of people, but I don't. Yeah. I have a very small friend base. I keep it small because of experiences over the last 10 years. Yeah, I understand. I'm all for, like, movement, but I think people need to get on the same page and find out what is the most important parts Right. Yeah. Once you figure out what the most important part is, um, then you can start organizing. You know what I mean? Right, right. But um, I, I don't know. Like it's a weird, it's a weird place. But but anyways, you know, well, I don't know. I was gonna ask you because like I, I know you do the Skridlow show. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> well, that's why. But that's why. Well, that's why I wanted to have you on. I know, like, when we were talking earlier, it's like, well, I haven't really done music yeah, in a while, I but, like, like, I was just like, well. I try I to like, stay active. But, but you know, like, I watch your videos, and I, I you know, I see you. I, <laughs> I see you. Uh, so, like, I, I don't know. What was the, what what was the antithesis of this? Oh, the, the whole Skridlow thing? Okay, yeah, so, like, what, what so basically, for those that do know and those that don't know, um, back in the day, there was Earthbound Radio. Mm. Uh, Earthbound Radio was a studio that was set up in Miramar, off of Miramar Road. Mm. And um, from my recollection of the beginning of it, it was a couple DJs got Mm. together. They decided to rent out a spot and just spin online. Okay. And that was what it was. And I think they slowly started adding, like, um, like, uh, hosts. Mm Mm-hmm. By the time I got to it, 
um, they had already been doing it for a while. And um, I was invited actually to hang out because I was working on a project and I needed to, um, they, somebody wanted me to meet the dude who was um, due to make beats. Okay. Um, Paz was his name. And I was supposed to meet him there. And I got there and um, Norm Rockwell, piece of Norm. Um, Norm, I knew for a while. Um, I think we heard it already. I, anyways, Norm was there. He, um, it's weird. He started talking to me about something and then come to find out what he was talking to me about was my music. Like he oh. had heard me, but didn't know it was me. Oh, okay. <laughs> so on and so forth. Uh, and um, uh, my my homeboy Rygar, who's a um, I met him when I was working at Target. He was a security guard. He's now for the photographer. He um, he was doing um, like scratch shit, okay. kind of like um, damn, why can't I think of the names? Uh, I can't think of the names now. But anyways, he had a crew, and they would like scratch music together so one okay. would do like the, the highs and another one would do the mids and then the lows and oh, like, okay. so he had like a little crew yeah, and like a and, band almost. and they would scratch and that's what, like there was their instrument right All it was right. really dope and he um, he was the first person I ever gave any music to oh okay and um he unbeknownst to me was passing it to people oh. so that's kind of how that happened cause okay. I wasn't doing anything here I, I was up in LA I was traveling to LA to perform with a group called Movement Okay, and um, uh, are you from San Diego? I'm originally from Maryland, oh, Baltimore, really? but okay. I've been here forever, and I was in Hawaii before that, and oh, so on. Okay. So, I'm a military kid. All right. So, um, uh, fast forward, I was doing stuff with movement. Uh, DJ Happy. Okay. Oh, uh, DJ Happy. He's a, he's a DJ now on the yeah. Radio. He knows. Yeah, yeah. So Raina I went to high school with him. Oh, okay. And he was the first person that recorded me. I've been trying to get that motherfucker on this show. He keeps on giving me the runaround. Like, Haps is uh, Haps is cool, man. That's my dude. Well, but. no, actually, he, I have Raina ask him because they're working directly together. Yes, right with now. um Dacia. Dacia. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So like um so Haps. It got all these stories mixed up, but anyways, Habs <laughs> and me knew each other in high school. I didn't rap in high school, mm-hmm. um, so uh, my friend Alan was like, "Hey, Habs, he raps. You should check it out." He sent them something I did with another crew, and then he's like, "You should come through the studio." So that was happening. Mm-hmm. Then while that was happening, I was trying to get the group movement down in San Diego to do some stuff because they had done all their stuff in L.A. Oh, okay. Um, and um, that was with a, a cat named. Um, Correct, which now he goes by Champ, and then um, DJ Spider, which a lot of people know, he's a pretty big DJ around the world. I'm, um, I'm bad. Yeah, Spider's pretty like, like pretty much Spider was doing stuff with AM before he passed. Okay. And then um, cat named Just Beats, and Just was the one doing a lot of the beats, and he was a live drummer. He used electric drums, so he played a lot of samples. Oh, cool. Electric drums was kind of dope. Yeah, so yeah. you put all that together, and I had some stuff kind of come out of that. Okay. Right? That stuff bled out. Fast forward, we're in the studio. We get down to the radio station. I'm chilling with Jabba One, blah, blah, blah. They asked me to come back. I'm working on music with Paws. Next thing you know, I'm kind of like a regular on the show with Jabba and then me and him start vibing and then we have a show. Oh, okay. And then it was like me and him. Oh, uh, Common Ground. And we were like, I thought it was dope. Honestly, uh, and this is not dissing anybody from the station, but me and him were doing stuff that nobody else was doing. Like what? Just the fact that we would, our banter. Okay. Like no show really had a host. Like, they had people that would be like, next, we're going to have so-and-so, or they have guests and ask them the basic questions. But me and him, like, 
it got to a point, man, I took it so serious. I was at work, literally, like, researching stories of the day, yeah. like, looking up all kinds of information just to bring to the show. Yeah. So me and him would make fun of each other. We didn't black back and forth, and it became, like, this great thing. Um, without getting into the drama part, the show canceled. Um, and then um, that was kind of heartbreaking, but it stopped, right? Around that time, I started a crew called FOF. Okay. Friend of a friend. I took it from um if anybody ever seen Roots in Roots mm-hmm. when you um when they were doing the whole underground railroad, when you would uh-huh. go to the home, they would say friend of a friend so you would know. Oh, yeah, okay, okay. And so all these guys I had met through other people who I no longer fucked with. Oh, okay. Like something happened where we didn't and I met them through them. Gotcha, gotcha. And I assembled these guys because I felt like they had something completely different to bring to the table. And my idea was to create like this San Diego Wu Tang hieroglyphics. Okay. That was the idea. Right, right. It didn't really happen, but that was the idea. <laughs> uh we all had different conflicts that just kinda like yeah. Didn't work. I but we tried. Yeah. And um we did some really dope stuff. We never really did a show together. We never put out an album, but we had some stuff that we were really working on. And that was that consisted of um Jason, who was originally a member of um uh Masters of the Universe, which is an OG click from okay. San Diego. Um Evolve who now goes by Moberg, who was supposed to come with me today, um, but he had some other stuff going on. So um, him, he's from Chicago. He had just moved out here. Huh. This dude named Aesthetic from Poway, um, younger. He was a young kid. He was like 18 or something at the time, right. maybe 17. Um, Phil Cipher, who lives up in the Bay, and um, uh, Touch Cass. Touch Cass. I love so Touch that was Cass. that was the original of my homeboy Allen. Like he was kind of like he just hang out. Okay, okay. That was the original, right? And then um, we tried to do some stuff. We got some shows, like, and I was really just trying to push the machine while I was doing the show. So we're, okay. I'm doing the show. I'm trying to pump our music. Uh, the show got kind of like the show got kind of dope, like because before it canceled. Yeah. And then it canceled, and then I got asked by another group to come on the show, to do their show. So I hosted their show. Oh, sweet. Hosted their show. I had this idea called Talk Around Town. And the idea was to – I was really kind of piggybacking off of um, Sway and Tech – Okay. Um, which I actually had never really heard of Sway and Tech show. I found that I was piggybacking off of them after. Oh, okay. I just always heard of the Sway and Tech freestyles. I never heard of their show. I right, never right, really right, watched right. their show. I just heard of the freestyles. Um, kind of piggybacking on that, kind of like an Arsenio Hall. Kind of, I just was taking all these things that influenced me that I felt like no one had done. Okay. So I said, okay, how do I do this? Call Talk Around Town. First show was... Um, I wanted to do San Diego hip hop history. So I got Mickey Vale. Love Mickey. Charlie Rock. Don't know Charlie Rock. DJ Artistic. No art. Um Cross was supposed to come, Cross One, but I think he couldn't make it. Um Home homeboy Kali came and he's originally from LA, I believe, but he he was in the studio that day. Um Blame One. And I can't, I feel like it's one other person I'm missing. But anyways, they all came through and we just did this like, uh, actually I think Cross did because Cross I think came because him and Charlie Rock kind of just like took it. 
and but they have they're like the OGs. They had the most knowledge, yeah. right? And um, they just ran with it, and it was like a really dope show. I wish I had recording of it. I don't. This was an internet streaming show. Yeah, so Sweet. we did. Um, they did UStream. When when was this? Like how long? Woo, man. Uh, let's see, I'm 37 now. My daughter was. Where was I living? That's always the one for me. Where was I living? <laughs> Um, it's 2016. Maybe like 2006, 2007. Damn. Okay, so that maybe you know what's interesting about that is like that is like the birth of all this internet shit. Now that podcasts are in, right? If you would have kept that going, so we were doing it pretty big. Like it got yeah. to a point where I, if I remember, we were broadcasting other countries. Oh, okay. Online, like we we're hitting yeah, other yeah, countries. because because that that's when like. The internet was really starting to take yes. hold, yep. and it was starting to go. Everywhere. And it wasn't it wasn't easy right. to get online. You had to like actually do some <laughs> yeah, crazy wiring shit. Yeah, shit. so we did all that. That show was like a smash. Nice. People loved it. I actually, was talking with Charlie Rock not that long ago, Fourth of July, and he was asking me, "Do I still have the footage or the video or the audio from yeah. it?" And I was like, "I, I gotta find it. Maybe I could find it." Doesn't UStream record it? Yeah, but then what after you- a while, like the account can die or oh, something okay. weird, but. But yeah, so I did that, and then after that, I did like a lady show, which was um, a beautiful disaster. Okay, that's uh, the name of it, or no, or, no, the process. So the, the show. so it was still talk around town, but what my idea was, I was trying to bring women who were part of the hip hop community mm-hmm. and talk about women in hip hop and the community and how you know how they move, mm-hmm. right? And that was um, DJ Peanuts, Mickey Vale again. Uh, DJ Dope Shoes, who's now in New York. Uh, DJ Malia, uh, a young lady named Leah. I think she used to own um, what's this spot off Adams? <sighs> There's a club on the corner of Adams, and I can't remember the name of it. Not the AC. No, across the street from AC. Start with a K. Kadans, maybe. Kadans. So that place. Um, she came through, and somebody else, and it was um. I thought it was successful. It got a little beefy. Um, I, I a few people didn't like the questions I was asking. They felt like I was only asking them these questions because they were women, mm. and that I wouldn't ask guys these questions. What, what would you ask them? Like what? Just simple. Like I think one of the questions that kind of caused a spark was I asked if you if you had children, like a daughter, how oh. would you um, teach her? Like how? I can't remember how it was. Something like, how would you kind of explain to her how to be a strong woman in this kind of like environment or like something around those realms, right? It wasn't disrespectful at all. It really wasn't. Right, because you could easily ask how, Apoetic, how do you teach your daughter how to be a strong woman? And that's where I came from because I had a plan. Uh So my next show was supposed to be Hip Hop Dads. Uh Uh-oh. Right, yeah. so I was gonna go there with them as right, well, right. but the women were first, right? Yeah. So, it, but it was good though. I loved that there was some backlash and like a little bit of this yeah, and that. I loved it, like the, because it, it gave it gave life to the show. Mm-hmm. Like the show became it gave the show life, and I remember getting hit up by a lot of different people. Like, dang man, they they try to kill you, and oh man, and I or or 
you know where you messed up, right? Or I got so much different feedback. Some right. people were on my side. Some people were like, you could have did this better. But it got people talking. talking and yeah. I was like, yes, yeah. right? So I think the next time I ended up getting, um, I think Rock from Helter Skelter came through. Mm-hmm. The boot camp click uh, came through, I think. And then a poet uh, by the name of Sabrina, I can't remember her last name, but she came through. She was from New York. So I had like, Stuff popping, right? And then that just kind of bottomed out. The show, the station actually was closing. Oh, wow. Which was hurtful. Everybody was sad about it, but it happened. And then um, I'd always said from that day I was going to redo something else. Mm -hmm. And during that time, too, I was doing a lot of, like, video blogs. Any kids listening, kids meaning anyone under 25, if you have an idea and you decide that this is a good idea and you do it and there's backlash from it or there's people like, yeah, that's stupid, do it anyway (laughs) because that's where I messed up. You said, you made it clear. During that time was when the whole internet thing really, really took off. I decided to do a show on my phone called Word of the Day. And it was really based around some things I was going through and just also just trying to get exposure. I was like, how can I get exposure, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Mind you, YouTube was still new, yeah, 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 and yeah. YouTube wasn't doing a lot of just music. It was music videos. Right, it right. wasn't like or the just, shit you see now. Yeah, yeah. And I would do these videos, and I would like, the word of the day is family. And I would talk about family, and talk. the word of the day is love, and the word of the day is this. And, 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 and a lot of times I was getting the words off my dictionary.com app, and mm. you get new words every yeah, yeah, day. Right? Yeah. Um, crazy. First two times I did it, uh, I had gave out some of my information. I got hit up by someone on the side. It was like, hey, what's your address? I want to send you something. I want to send you a book. Oh, okay. I gave my address to my work because <laughs> I didn't know. Oh, shit. Uh, I got a book. Uh-huh. It was a um, dictionary. Oh. To, and it was a note to help you, you know, further your show because one of the shows, I was like, I don't have a dictionary with me. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the word right, right. so that let me know like whoa yeah okay i don't know you you sent me a dictionary right. like that's cool and um i got some shit for it from some cats and i i'm gonna leave it i'm not gonna go into detail <laughs> but um i got some shit for some of those videos like i got called like kind of soft and i oh, you know this and that and i was like i'm gonna stop yeah. This is not. This must not be cool, right? right. And, and and when it came to the hip hop thing, like I never got into it to to be anything. Like yeah. I was doing spoken word. A friend of mine was like, "Yo, you should rap." I was like, "All right, cool. I rap. It's fun. <laughs> I rap now. I got some shows. All right, cool." <laughs> um, but yeah. Anyways, all of that together, like I probably had a lot of information just now that didn't was not relevant to the question. But um, yeah, no, this I is des- all leading up to something. I decided. Years ago, like, yo, I got to do this again. I want to do this again. Like, and then I got into hosting a little bit more, like, shows. And yeah. I love doing that. And um, and I would do these little videos just in my car, yeah. right? And then um, a particular group of people asked me to do some music reviews. Mm. I hate doing music reviews. But that I think they were asking me based on the fact that I was doing um, my video blogs. I would always say what I was listening to while I was doing the video blog. Mm-hmm. So I think because of the response I got, maybe it was kind of like, hey, maybe we could do video for us. And I agreed. Yeah. Like, okay, cool. And I did a few around that time my son was being born. 
Um, we had some complications in the hospital. I kind of like fell off doing it. Um, I reached out. Uh, there wasn't really a reach back to say, oh, we get it. You know, it was like, and then it just kind of died. It was right, just like, yeah. okay, cool. Which is cool. No problem. Um, but then I still was like, how do I, like, how do I turn this into something different? And I got a little discouraged because, you know, now we're in the age of everybody's doing a right, right, blog, right. video. So it was like, where do you really fit in where everyone's doing it? Right. You know? No one gives a fuck about you. Like, you haven't even been around. You don't do anything. Who are you, right? Right, right. So I was like, you know, maybe I'll just do it like where it's some exclusive shit. Like, I won't do it all the time. Right. I'll do it every now and then. Maybe I'll do it like every three months, every month, or maybe every six months. Right. That way, it's it's rare. It's not something that's all the time, mm-hmm. even though I know we're in the age of I need to see something every second. <laughs> but at least for my own sanity. So, like, now I do it more or less for my own sanity. Yeah. Um, and, obviously, Parker was great to help me with the first one. Yeah, yeah. Um, His song, Asterix, actually really pushed me to actually do the show. Like, Asterix was what got me to say, yo, I have this idea. Come through the pad. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah. And he, he was like, I'm down. So, yeah. he came through. We did it. And, um... The response was pretty cool. So I followed up with um, Ethics and um, 3D. Uh, big up to them and their album, um, Being Human. Oh, I'm sorry, guys. You're going to kill me. <laughs> yeah, basically. What is it? Being Human. I'll remember it later and I'll say it. But they have an album, 3D um, and Ethics. Uh, big up to the RLK. But, um... Being human is easy. There you go. Okay. Oh, being human is easy. There you go. That's it. Um, so they put out there, and I was like, cool. And they're both dads. So that was kind of like a double thing. Like, mm. you know, come through. And um, and I can say this because it's on YouTube. So And both of them are dads, and both of them wear their heart on their sleeve, like me. Oh. And so I rem- I've learned to kind of cover it. A little bit. And so it's it was for me, it was like therapeutic to be able to talk to two people who also yeah. carry it on their sleeve. Um, and then I had um, my homie Black Grant and um, ZOD come through and just kind of talk about where hip hop is. Yeah, yeah. To I, them. Yeah, the, that was the one in your garage, right? They're all in my garage. Every some of them are your you're driving. Yeah, you have the driving ones, but those three that I just mentioned are all in my car. The, the ones driving is funny is they actually weren't part of the whole Skridlow show thing. Oh, I um, I had just got to a point where I was like, I'm not going to be able to do this like I wanted to every month. Yeah. So I included those into like the mini series. Yeah. So you get the show they're and like then meditations. you get the, Yeah. Like, like you're driving the, to work, you're like, I'm late, but you don't like, get hey, there. You know, I just realized this happened. If you give a damn, cool. And my whole thing is if you don't like it, don't watch delete if you do like it press like love you like that's it other than that i don't if you don't give a fuck i don't give a fuck that's cool right like you don't have to watch i I think we got into a place now where people who are like even though they have to watch something they watch it so they can bitch (laughs) yes you know what i'm saying do like there's someone who's gonna listen to this and they're going to the whole time go, damn, Hop talks a lot. Oh, my God. Uh, and they're going to be pissed about this, oh, yeah. right? I, yeah, I get emails 
I think I've created a culture though, where because I started reading bad emails, and okay. then, so like it's kind of created a. That's culture what you gotta of, do. That's, <laughs> of people I mean, who said that's shitty what you gotta emails. do. So I haven't read emails in a long time because I realized it's like. Cause to me, I think it's funny, and like a lot of this show is 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 uh you know I base it around being a silly fuck, you know, but like I'm not afraid to like we'll just sit here and spend spend an hour about fucking you know some real shit that might not have any laughter (laughs) in it, which is fine because fuck you if you don't like it. Wait, but you know what show? Like the first full show I watched, I watched a few of them just like in spurts, Mm. just like when I get time. Yeah, it's hard to watch the whole thing. I watched the whole thing almost though was when you had parker and pedele yeah yeah, and i was laughing because you were on this whole thing about i don't know am i racist and i was dying like i was like oh my gosh mike stop (laughs) just stop talking stop just stop and they're struggling to try to yeah they're like dude you just don't and and i was like laughing the whole time i think i had like text parker like why didn't you bring me you ass (laughs) but um because i would have loved to been in that but um but they're good dudes too but yeah uh it's it's interesting, man. Like, well, I just you know what I think. I think like you're saying about your heart on your shoulder, being vulnerable, and like you know, I, I'm I'm vulnerable, and, and it's like I I realize you know I, I I claim Mexican, but I can't speak Spanish, and I know people <laughs> look at me, and there's a big white dude coming at me, so I get it, I get the perception, and so I don't know, I'm not. This whole thing is therapy for me. And also, I, it's it's, it's fuck it, but and in part of that therapy, you have to be honest and you have to be vulnerable and yep. like what when criticism comes and like, because my wife was like, no, you are low key raises, you are <laughs> you do have some bullshit. I was like, how am I raises? I have a black baby, a black wife, but but that shit exists. It does exist. There's people that, cool. that but. I was just, you know, I was asking them, obviously, because it was predominantly black panel. I'm obviously, that was why I'm asking. I'm not going to ask a room full of white people. I'm going to. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to probably right now. And I said I wasn't going to talk about this (laughs) as I was driving. I was like, don't go into it. Fuck it. Who cares? I've had this conversation with a couple people. And recently, actually, me and my um, family have had this conversation. Um. And the reason why your question like made me laugh was because I personally, and I've have this discussion with multiple folks, I don't believe that minorities in America can be racist. Okay. The reasoning behind that is be people like to confuse racism and prejudice. Yeah, I a think lot. that even came up. I think one of prejudice like, we all got them. Right. We all suffer from white supremacy, which means we're going to judge people based on the images that have been given to us. Right, because this is what's ingrained into our system. Racism is about having the power to influence that hate. So in other words, we are earlier, we talked about Trump and the shit he was saying. He could say it, it's nothing. No. Do you think that Obama could have got up there and said... I got to make sure that my black people are taken care of. Do you think that that would have, by anybody, would have been like, yeah, it's okay. Yeah, yeah. No. Go about, the power yeah. would have made people feel like, huh. And he probably would have get kicked out the race. Right. He would have lost, right? Um, plenty of examples that show how that happens. Now, people say, what do you mean? I had someone say to me, what do you mean there's no uh, minorities don't have no power? Dr. King had power. Okay, power for what? 
What 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 exactly did he do? Okay, right. fine. We could vote. Okay, we could integration. Right. Okay. Right. So the question comes: Was that really? Did he himself have the power to change a whole culture? Though, like, did he? Did that? Did that integration hurt anyone else? No. It right. may have hurt them like, eh, right. I don't want you to be here. Right. I'm a little uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> but it didn't change. The, it didn't stop anyone from getting a job. Right. It didn't stop anybody from, um, it, didn't, it didn't get anybody pulled over. You know? it, didn't, yeah. it didn't affect the fact that um, when I walk into a building that I have to hear over the thing, a code that I know says, hey, somebody's stealing. Yeah. Um, those type of things my name alone has gotten me into job interviews. The reason I know that is because when I sit down, I've had this. I wasn't expecting <laughs> you. Oh my and my question, I know I never jump it though. Right. My question is, well, what, what do you mean? <laughs> oh, uh, and then that's when yeah, the yeah. uncomfortability happens. Right. right. In other words, I may not have had you come in for an interview, if right. your name said Kareem Jackson, right, right, right? It says my my full name is very regal. That alone, <laughs> right? Like, right. so I've had people say, um, "Oh, I didn't even." You're the third. Wow. Okay. Like that's that's weird. Um, me and my daughter actually were talking the other day about what's American. Uh huh. I asked no, I her. I just didn't interrupt. Yeah. How did that come? Did she ask you or did you bring Our up rides from home to school, I really wish that I had the full openness to videotape every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Because we talk about something every day that involves either her and what she may experience in the world, her growing up, uh, lyrics to songs, um, Content versus context, uh, sexism, racism. We talk about all of this stuff. <sighs> and certain crazy. people would have told me, you talk to your 12-year-old or my 10-year-old or your 8. Me yeah. and her have been talking like this since she was 6. Right. No, Nothing new. So she already knows, right? So she like, that's dad. Like, we talk. Right. Now, sometimes she checks out. <laughs> but I don't stop talking. Right, right, right. right. So we were talking about, um, uh, shoot, I forgot. Where I was at. We were talking about uh Oh, what is American? What is American? Yeah. In regards to names, right? Okay. Something happened where we were talking about names. And I said, What would you consider an American name? Yeah. He's like, I don't know. I said, Well, I'll tell you what most people consider American name. The reason that I we talked about this, I think, was because her name is Samaj, which is James Backwards. Oh, okay. My son's name is Wise. And people always say, you give them these, you give them these names. Like, you know, when you get these names, it's these weird ghetto names is what people like to say, right? Of course. Now, why is not necessarily people seem to love it. But I remember a lady saying to me, you know, what's mine? I'm like, it's, it's my name back. Oh, you did the ghetto thing. Like, not realizing she offended me, right? Right, right. But here's the thing. James, John, Matthew, Chris. Peter, Paul, these are all names that people are comfortable with and they say those are good American names, especially James and John, William, Patrick, right? (laughs) Bryce. 
those names people go, yeah, right. Okay. They're good with that. I have Get no problem with those names. My name is James. My dad's name is James. My dad's dad's name is James. My mom's dad's name is James. My uncle's name is James. I have no problem with those names. Right. Kareem, which is actually, I think, Arabic, I believe, or some sort of Middle Eastern something or something. Like I, I'm but then there's stuff. names that have been kind of like, you'll hear these names and people will go, what is that? And if you really, really listen to the name, it actually has the soundings of origins from somewhere else. It's just so it's people trying to I speak specifically black community. You hear names like uh Shaquanda and all this kind of stuff. People go, Oh my God, get a name. If you really go and study names across the world, right, you'll find something that's real similar to that. And even though the person that gave Shaquanda her name doesn't realize it, that's her tapping into tapping into that soul right, right 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 so she made it up but it's actually sound it has right, something right. but it was made up where was it made up here right compton uh the bronx yeah. wherever right it's made up here right that's american yeah, absolutely. john james king james king james bible baby that's the that's not here no, right? not at all. So those ghetto names are actually more American than the names that we try to right. say are, are American, right? Look at that. But but we get all upset. Actually, hip hop monikers. Hold on, hold on, I got Hit the bomb. Turn the bomb off. The minds are exploding right now. Go I mean, hip hop monikers are actually more American. I can I can feel that. You man. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like but but we're quick to be, oh these dumbass names, right? And then we also hear, we do a lot of shitting on foreign names. Somebody has a foreign name, maybe it's too long for them. Maybe got too many X's. Yeah. Maybe, why don't you just have a regular name? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, that's a regular name where right. I come from, you motherfucker. But you know, and that's interesting you say that, especially like with the Asian community, how they will actually change their name yes. to like, you know, it could be... It could be G, and they change G. it to Jane, John, John or James yeah, or something. Because yeah. they're trying to assimilate into American culture. And that's what happened. We 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 I had a teacher years ago tell me that whole melting pot is a bunch of bullshit. We are a salad bowl at best. Yeah. Okay. I take that. You got or a fruit bowl. You got the oranges and the apples. And and the orange may get a little flavor from the lemon, mm. but it ain't right. the lemon. <laughs> a melting pot is we are all inclusive. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's that's a melting pot. Right. That melting pot myth should have been never started because that's not what we are. When people come here, what do we do? We expect them to become, we expect them to be Christian. Yep. We expect them to speak English. Yep. And we expect them to follow everything the way that we want them to follow it. Now, some people say, well, why is that wrong? I didn't say it was wrong. Right. What I'm saying is, is that stop saying that we're all this inclusiveness and we're not. Right. Like, we're really not. We don't, we, we, we questioned I forget what candidate it was, but I remember there was this big old thing. Like if you were to, what's the question? If you were to teach your kids about the seven day theory with, you know, God created, how would you do that? And I was sitting here like, wait, we're talking politics, right? We're not talking, but the idiocracy of me is to separate them. They're not separated. The whole church and state thing has never been separated. Never. So that's the myth that we kind of fell into, but um, but but that's a just even our talk, right? 
yo, blah, like this type of talk. People say, oh, that's that's that hood shit. Like, no, it's American because we don't even speak English. Go ask somebody from Europe. <laughs> right. Americans don't speak English. It's right. just not English. But we shit on accents. Right. You know, I hear people, uh, oh, you sound like you're one of them Southern dudes. And like, no, I speak English, but I just speak from my region. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Meanwhile, the rest of the world knows I. 2,000 different fucking languages and we're over here fighting about how you say potato <laughs> on how you say hello or shoe or you know like right, right. and they's over here speaking 20, right. 30 different languages. Yeah, That's, most Europeans know at least three languages. And then I think is, I think I think most Africans they say know like 10? Jeez, oh Pete's. That, that, like, that's that's in, that's incredible. I mean, there's just a there's a lot. I mean, Africa's a huge continent, and we and struggle to, with two languages that they make us take in high school. <laughs> they make us take Spanish, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, and most of us don't get past three, four. I didn't uh, even get. I, I didn't we get pass past three, two. four, and then we go. Okay, I didn't get past two, and I'm fucking half Mexican. And you learn how to say, "I need to go to the bathroom," so you can get the fuck out of class. <laughs> Banyo. I know the cuss words only because my mother used to call me that, like, pinche cabron, you know? Right, right, like, right. Pendejo, like, <laughs> so I know those really well, well but everything I, else is just sort of fell by the way. So. I always wonder how that works when families come here who are from other places mm. who traditionally speak, right. you know, their, their, their home language, yeah, and then their kids don't. Mm. And I always wonder, is that also a part of that whole, like, but I want my kids to be able to to. That's exactly to what happened with me. My in. father, tall white German man, fucking my mom, short Mexican lady, Guadalajara, fucking my dad, teach him Spanish. My mom, no, I'm not gonna teach him Spanish because we're in America and that's what that. Because when she was a kid, she would um she would in Brownsville, Texas, right there on the border at mm. the very tippity tit of the. The, the nipple of Texas down there. Um, she used to, they used to make her sit in the classroom and um, if, if the Mexicans got talk speaking Spanish to each other, they would make them, they would get whooped, first of all, and then they would have to go stand in the middle of the quad on a box, the box of shame, I guess, and stand there for like a couple of hours. And I mean, this is the 50s, you know, like or the 60s. Man. So, you know, like, you know, I, I'm... <sighs> nuts yeah right so like this is my mom's training since a child and so oh, yeah. when my dad is like hey you know teach them so they can communicate right she's like no i don't think so we're in america little did she know i'm gonna move to fucking san diego where the border is like 10 minutes down the street and i'm over here fucking pinche cabrone you know i mean i really think it's weird that we we're not actually um in a situation where they where it's kind of um it's the standard to learn what your border. Mm. So Canada, they speak French. Yeah. We should, that should be our, that should be the standard. You're going right. to learn how to speak French. Yeah. And then you got Spanish. You should, I think that should be, I personally, that's how I feel. Because From a I young think, age. I think that's what other right. countries and continents are doing. From children, they're taught so because by the time we get to high school how much information are we retained especially dudes i mean we're just worried about our dick the whole time and fucking everything else just comes secondary well they don't care if we retain that information anyway right. because most of it is just to get you through 
Right. Yeah. Get you them know, out. Get we got we got get you them. out. Look, you get through. You know, I mean, obviously, you know that because you have people who are graduating who don't know how to read. Right. Well, well, they got a quota, right? <laughs> so let's get them out. Let's get them out. It's like right. when I learned that the only reason that the school really, 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 really cares that there's an unexigned absence is because they get paid per child exactly. who shows up. So you're calling me not necessarily because you're worried and hope. Because if you were, I wouldn't get an automated call right. that says your daughter is out of school today. Did you know? Like I wouldn't get that. Right. You know, what I mean, it would be a more personable call. Now, on their defense, I get it. The the school populations are huge, so to make those calls to everybody, but I don't believe that you have you know, that many kids out a day mm-hmm. to where there can't be a personal call made. Um, but then our teachers also don't get paid. Well, that's what I was going to say. Much. Well, then let's look at the fundamentals of how our school so system is set up. So what effort do you really want right. to put in? And right? what, what are they cutting out? Like, what the, they the, the first, the, as soon as the shit hits the fan, what are they doing? They're cutting education. They're cutting out the fundamentals of a society. Yep. And then they're wondering why we got a bunch of fucking retards dr- voting well, the idea for Trump. Is to keep it's us, like, come on, man. The thing is to keep us stupid. And I, and, I, and once again, you know, not to go all the way back to there, but that's why I think someone like him getting into office should be, hey, people. You know, I also think it should be kind of a, um, I think it should be a wake up to say, stop feeling like you got to vote one way or the other. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go out and and find out who these other people are and take a chance on them because a lot of people don't know, at least in my history, could be wrong. Fact checkers, check it out. (laughs) I don't think when Lincoln won that Republicans were the two main. I think they were a third party as well. Yeah, they came about. Um, Pretty sure you're right. And I have my quarrels with Lincoln as well, but that's a different thing. Um, But... I don't. I don't like people making me feel like I need to bow down to yeah. Lincoln because I know the backstory about that shit. Right, so, right. but the 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 reason we were talking about this anyway is just I don't th- think people realize that that was not a, a one of the heavy parties. I think he was the third. I think it was a third party. It sounds right. So we'll just go with that. It goes to show that like it's not. You know. I mean, I don't know, man. I like like I said lately. If it wasn't for this election, man, I wouldn't even be in the know, to be real with you. Like, mm-hmm. and I, I try in my past, I've always tried to be ahead of the game when it comes to knowledge and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think over the last couple of years, being a dad, checking out of the music scene kind of a little bit, yeah. uh, not a little bit, a lot, um, <laughs> not being out and about like I used to be, not being in school anymore, mm-hmm. um, those conversations I had less of. And so... I'm not as engaged in that. So a lot of the things that I say come from my own feeling and logic of shit I do know. Right. Right. So that's why I always say uh, I've gotten into the habit of saying fact checkers when I do interviews or talk because <laughs> I don't want people to be like, this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I'm not me. trying to be that. I'm not the, the dude bearing all truth and stuff. There's a <laughs> lot of dudes on YouTube that got all these like philosophies and right, right. and they stand with them and they're like this is what it is and you know I, I reach out to I have multiple sources that I reach out to to validate how I feel or to find out new information right. um uh, uh Parker's one of them um my homeboy Jason's another one um uh, Piff is another one um uh the homie Esam um I, I hit up him all the time like I have multiple sources that I just like 
hey, I'm checking this out. What do you think about this? And I know you read a lot. Right, like, right. I don't get a chance to read the things that you read, send me some information, or give me kind of a rundown. Right. Um, my friend Nick, he's very big. He's a big political dude, so he knows all the, like, props and all that type of stuff. So I, I just try to gather up as much information as possible, man. It's hard, man. We're so flooded with information. Like, you fucking, like, the first thing that me and my wife do, and mind you, my wife was such, she opposed getting a smartphone and she opposed the whole um, social like media. <laughs> she opposed <laughs> all of it. But as soon as she got her, herself a galaxy and she got her Facebook up and cooking again. So she because she would always give me shit. She's like, get off your fucking phone. Live your life right here, right now. Blah, right. Blah, blah, blah. And now like we both wake up and we're just like mainline but here's information the is, into our fucking heads. If it's you like, check out, right, you could check out. Yeah, of course. But, but there's a thing. It's like at one point. It was okay to check out because all the information was through gatherings, right? Like you, we came together, phone conversations. Um, you didn't have so many news sources, right? Right. Sometimes it's like, damn, I thought having more access to information was going to be a good thing. Now it's almost become a negative thing because For there's sure. so many things flooding you at one time, right? right? Um, and then getting older, you know, married, got kids. You don't get to get out and have those social conversations that you used to have that would allow you to go, I didn't know about that, and then keep building and learning more and more and more, right? right? right. Now a lot of us are, like, isolated. We only see each other on Facebook and on it. And so I like to use my Facebook to create conversation. I used to use my Facebook as a personal throw-up zone. <laughs> this is how I'm feeling. Blah. Yeah. This is what I'm going through. Blah. Cocking and vomit. You start ah. realizing, like, yo, man, you sound like an emo. Like, <laughs> you sound way emo, dude. Like, <laughs> and and really, do you need everybody knowing all your information like this? Yeah. So now it's more for me. I'd use it as like my um, I use it as like a litmus test. Mm. There's stuff, and I'm telling probably too much, but there's stuff that I'll post sometimes that never happened. <laughs> like I may say I know there's some chick right now going blah 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 and this is about to happen but my mind is kind of weird like when things happen uh, you, you you watch X-Men like the movie yeah, yeah. okay so Professor X and he has Cerebral he puts the thing yeah. on he can see all the mutants yeah, yeah. when shit happens and someone happens to my brain I go my brain starts cycling every scenario and every person in the world and how they were going to react to this particular situation. Oh, and I know I'm going to encounter it at some point. Yeah. So I just almost like precog it. Like, yep, somebody's going to say that um, this happened and this happened. Watch. <laughs> and then I throw it out there because I want to see. Because what I learned is that when you say opinion first or you pose it as opinion, you don't get conversation because people are like, mm. yeah. But when you pose it as a question or a maybe, right? Then people, are, yeah. Yeah. they want to interact because now they feel like, I, I feel like we've gotten to a society that wants to have information. So everybody wants to be able to say, yeah, I studied this and I know this, yeah. and they want to give it to you because yeah. they want to feel like chest up. <laughs> I got all the info. So when I do that, and my friends know I do it. So they still jump in, but they already know what I'm doing. Those that don't know me, they still jump in 
and like, eh. and yeah. it, but that's good though because then what starts happening is you start having this dialogue and this comment that I made, and then certain things start going back and forth like. And I start seeing people who would never maybe dialogue. And then I start learning new shit as I'm yeah. going through each thing. And it also helps me weed people out. <laughs> like who, who actually opposes. And I, I'm, all, I'm all for people opposing my opinion. Yeah. But um, I posted something the other day. When, you, when your opposition um, could possibly hurt me, harm the people I love, or put me in a compromising position yeah. in my life, then I can't fuck with you. You know? You can believe what the fuck you want. Right, right. But if you are supporting, say, a bill that possibly puts me in a hurtful position, me and you can't. Yeah. Because that means you don't respect me. Sometimes those people will say, but you're not one of them, so you'll be good. (laughs) What the fuck does that mean? I'm not one of them. (laughs) Like, we're not, this is not fucking Decepticons versus (laughs) fucking trans Autobots and shit. Like, I'm, I am one of them, motherfucker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, why can't I be? Do you? Uh, so, do you have a hard time with cutting people out? Like, do you? Do you like? I, I mean, used to. Yeah. I don't now. Yeah. I used to though. I used to like to keep. I used. To, I used to be a people pleaser. Yeah, I feel. I'm, I still am dealing with that shit. And I've gotten better at it to where now I don't. I don't care. I yeah. think maybe it's old age. Like I'll yeah. be forty in a couple of years. Like, and you're just like, why? And I get to a point. I'm like, it, it didn't work before. Like, <laughs> why do I fucking care? Like, you're not. You haven't done shit for me in my life since the day I knew you. That's people that's uh-huh. in that position. And now I'm gonna. I'm too old to. And I'm not old, but I'm just too old to deal with you. Yeah. And your shit. Right. So my thing is like, look, man. If something I did upset you, and I tell coworkers this at my job, when new people start, I always say, I'm like, yo, if anybody said I said some shit, come talk to me. Right. It's five, nine times out of ten, it's something I already said to you. (laughs) Yeah. To your face. Right. Or it's something I have no problem saying to you because you already know what it is right so it keeps me safe because i don't say anything that i'm not afraid to repeat to right, right, the right. next person like i i, I still slip because i'm kind of an open book sometimes to hey, the default you know but we're people we're humans and it's fucked me over a couple of times where i've said too much and then people run off and say yeah. something or, or i had an idea and then well the <laughs> I'm just in the I'm like in the midst of something right now where I'm about, like I'm cutting this person like completely off okay. because because it, I mean just of last night at three in the morning I get this thing where he's talking about lawyers and it's about this show and it's about something I do on this show and this person had no idea I'll tell you off mic okay but <laughs> but like this this person um you know. I've helped him out a lot, right? A lot, a lot. And you like, saying this live is not gonna hurt your case, right? I'm just stop no, no. Well, he won't. No, no, no. no okay. Because I'm just gonna be vague, and I don't think he has a case, anyways. But right. I mean, he's talking about litigation and lawyers and shit, and I'm just like, okay, wait. We were just talking about how you wanted me to be in a commune with you, and now you're like, you okay. know. So I get it. I might have went about some stuff the wrong way. Okay. But I've been. 
I've been in this dude's back so much that like I've helped his family out when it put me out. I've helped him out when it put me out. Right. I, I put, I've had a place for him to stay. I've given him so many chances in life. And like now that he came back with this shit, I mean, it's it's all childish. And mm. because I, I do, uh, I do, I know that what I do on this show can be a, a real childish sometimes. But <laughs> he comes at me with litigation and I'm just like, you know what? I'm too old for this shit. Like, why the fuck am I going to give a fuck if yeah. this guy... So I'm just going to sort of, like, let it play out and sort of delete and, like, just walk away. Yeah. It, it's, just, it's just... I'm getting to that point where, you know... I've been I I've fucking been deal with this shit. I'm not I fully understand. If he wants to fucking pay a lawyer to send me a cease and desist... Fucking pay right. the fucking dumbass lawyer. Waste your money. S- waste your fucking money. Right. And you know what? I guess I'll take down a couple videos that right. you don't agree with. So Yeah, like, I've been in that not that direct position, <laughs> but um It kept me up until fucking like five thirty in the morning. I, I was so fucking angry. And that's why and that's the only reason why I'm just like Well it's always fired hard. Up about it. It's harder too when it's somebody who's um close to you, right? Yeah. Like and I and and that's why I think I've become who I am now to why I am able to like cut people off yeah. because um, I'm very, I always say I'm very humble or I try to be. Mm. And I haven't heard anybody dispute that. Right. But my intentions, actually, I think I had this conversation with, um, with Parker, like my intentions are always genuine. Like I don't ever have any other thing there. Right. right? So, I'll rewind. When I first started doing music, real shit, um, I got a mic on my own, about all my shit, so I could record at home because I didn't have money to go to the studio, and right. I didn't even know about a studio. That was actually the realest part about it. I didn't even know shit. Right, right. I had been recording in L.A. and um, a, 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 a little kind of garage that um, – the homie spider's parents had given him and he set up all his equipment. Oh. So I was practicing with these guys and working with them and recording in their little space. And then when I got with happy, he was recording in his room. He had a whole setup and yeah. we did it in the house. So that's all I knew was home setups. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I don't have the time, especially when my son and when my daughter came, I didn't have the time to be in LA all the time. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have the time to be, um, um, I wasn't going to have the time to be at Happy's house all the time. So I had to figure out something, mm. right? So the more equipment I build up, um, I got to a point where I was like, why am I doing this again? Because I never really wanted to do music. Yeah. Not in that way. Like my idea, for, it's funny, is I, I ended up doing one thing. My whole idea, for those that know who he is, Saul Williams is a poet, yeah. and he has albums out. Listen to his albums. That was my idea not not saying he stole my idea. I'm saying right. he gave me the idea. Right, right. I wanted to do kind of what he's doing, right? Yeah. So that's what my idea was. But I got channeled a different way because I didn't know. And I was like, oh, they say this is what hip-hop is. I'm going to do what hip-hop is. Yeah, Boom, yeah. bap, 16 bars, you know. So um, I got all this equipment. And the first thing I did was like, I'm like, who else could use this shit? That was, my, that was literally uh-huh. my brain. Like, who else needs to record? Right. I got... Cubase and I got a board and I can do this. Yeah. And um the homie Jason, I met him. I was told to meet him by a teacher of mine. He's oh, cool. a big time poet and he did stuff for like the taco shop poets and um um he's 
to me, is the dopest poet San Diego has to offer. What's and he name? lives in L.A. now. His name is Jason Olafemi oh, Lasana. Like he, but he he's in L.A. now. He's a teacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But he's to me, he's the dopest poet, hands down, that San Diego's hat has ever had. That's that's your opinion. My opinion. Right now. Um, and um, I met him out in the street, like we was at a club or something. And I walked up on him. I was like, "Yo, I've been told I should meet you. Look, I got um, uh, I got a studio." Uh, the homie makes beats. I would love for you to come through and either record with me or if you need to record, let's do it. And he he kind of was like, okay. <laughs> so I said, next time I see you, I'm going to have a CD of some songs and some beats. I want you to come through. Made sure I found out where he was going to be at on some stalker shit. <laughs> I went out that night. I said, yo, here. He's like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> next day, he was at the pad recording. So, right. Um and from that point on, I used to just be like, hey, people would be like, man, I want to have a song I want to do. And I always be like, hey, I'll record it for you. I'm not a super engineer. But I always had this idea in my head. Like, I always, uh, I was always big on the history of where people began. Mm-hmm. And I heard stories of Wu-Tang. I heard stories of um, uh, Primo and them and, like, how it was, like, this, this shitty equipment and they just <laughs> got the sound out and then they got to the bigger place and right. so my thing was look look let's get it down right. get it out and then we can you know we can make it happen and um, so I was like come through come through come through which is how FOF that I was talking about earlier mm-hmm. came about um, but I was always humble with it I didn't want anything from I never asked for nothing right. no one ever paid me right. um, I, I got uh, external hard drive I paid for just so we could have more stuff yeah. to do I was getting a lot of shows at that time, a lot of shows. And I was offering those shows to different people. Mm-hmm. Like, yo, I know you don't get no shows. Look, that verse you did on that song, come do it on my song. Okay. Live. Right, right. And then I'm going to give you one song to do at my show, and then I'll finish off, and then we'll be good. But there was nothing like, I want you to come do this because I think I'm going to get something from you. Yeah. My thing was, you don't get props yeah i want you on right and a few of those people when they finally got on did not return the favor Mm. and that was some hurtful shit yeah because you sit back and you like damn yeah i'm hearing from third parties that you doing this this and the third i'm not even hearing from you Yeah, yeah right so i just always say like i like that those experiences got me where i am now where my circle is small, right? You know, uh, super small. <laughs> I feel you, man. Um, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of like close, close friends with that. Where I'm like, I'm gonna call this person and see how they're doing. You know, like yeah, I might yeah. hit them up on Facebook. Oh, how are you doing, buddy? But like, other than that, it's like I have very little, little, little friends and a lot of fucking associates. You know? I, yeah, I got a lot of associates, and then that's fine, and I like it like that, and and I can get and, and it varies, you know, like yeah. I can be personal, I can talk to this person, and I can like connect on a very human level, but at the end of the day, I'm not gonna fucking call oh, on his birthday. I'm not gonna like, trust hey, you with shit too. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I'm not gonna ask you over here. Is like, hey, can you kick it yeah, with yeah, Bishop yeah. for a little bit? I just right. need to go down the street real quick. <laughs> you know, like. It, it's very small. It's very, Not very small. Not to cut you off. No, no, no. I don't know how much longer we no, have. No, no, no. Let's, I let's need to go to the bathroom. Me too. I have to piss so bad. Yeah. Let's just call it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I never even introduced you. Will you just say good. who you are? Yo, I'm uh, Opoetic, a.k.a. Clifford Skridlow. Um, 
you can check out my show on YouTube. It's only a few episodes, and I have a couple different like little blurb videos you can check out. Um, you can go on my SoundCloud. It's just Opoetic. It's just music from back in the day. Um, me and the, uh, the homie Moberg, a.k.a. Evolve, are actually in the very, very, very virgin stages of working on a a, a, a new album. Nice. Not that anybody gives a fuck. <laughs> um but uh I haven't done music in a long time. And so um I mean, it's time to dust we're, off, baby. You know, we're in a we're in the midst of talking about that. Um might have to get the homie Mike on the drums or something. Um I'm down man. Just let but, me know. I'll come I'll come. But yeah we're we're that's where it's at. It's still like I said, it's a virgin idea. It's basically like sperm is still in the nuts. <laughs> But we're fucking, you yeah. know what I'm saying? That's yeah. where we're Poor at with play, it. play, baby. Poor yeah, we're, we're trying to. We're getting there. We're the birth control there. has been wrapped off <laughs> and we're, the you know, not to that's be awesome. vague, vogue. But, but yeah, um, that's it. Uh, other than that, man, um, if you want anything, you know, you need a host for a show, uh, you want. You that's know, how I met Abouag, actually. He was hosting a yeah, hip-hop night. yeah. The, the you, concrete project you know um, not it just hosting if you if you need a host for a show or a mixtape um you want a uh 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 i don't know maybe like some of my old stuff you want a cameo i'm down um and i'm probably gonna get shot for this but i'm not like gonna charge you anything like i don't feel like I, have the, I don't have that type of power you know what i'm saying uh but i'm down to just do whatever yo i like i love life and Big up to my kids and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's nice. But uh, sounds like both of us got to go to the bathroom. We Super do. bad. So I'll holler at you. <laughs> Be right. easy. All right, peace.